Today is an episode of the show that is long overdue. We're doing it live at the biohacking conference, so we're in a room together like normal human beings who are safe. (laughs) (laughs) And the reason that this is overdue is you may have already taken my sleep challenge where thousands of people have learned all of the things that I do to get more sleep and less time. You may even have read The Better Baby Book, my first book that came out in 2011, 10 years ago, back when the show was starting. And I talked about how important your mattress was for having a healthy baby because of the toxins in the mattress. And for the past 10 years, I have looked at different mattresses and it's always been a combination of what makes you sleep the best and what does the least amount of bad stuff for you and what does the most good stuff for you. And the problem with mattresses has been uh, in toxins and with other abilities that you can do. And I'm interested in cooling and heating and all sorts of things you can do, but I'm also interested in not cooking myself in endocrine disrupting chemicals. So I have an expert for you on the show today who knows about how to make mattresses. If you're a longtime listener, you know I like natural latex mattresses, but you also know there's a lot of variability and problems there. So I found out it comes from a family of latex manufacturing for, I don't know how many generations, we're gonna find that out. Actually, Jack, how many generations? I guess I'd be the second. Second generation. For 16 years. Okay, 16 years plus your parents have been doing this. So there's a thing or two about what really happens with a redesign of mattresses from the ground up. So we're gonna go into, here's exactly what matters in a mattress for you. And maybe you'll want one of Jack's, uh, in fact, it's uh, Jack Delacho uh, is his full name, who's the CEO and founder of Essentia Mattresses. Maybe you'll end up wanting an Essentia mattress, but the important thing is he's going to teach you <laughs> what is in foam, what is in a mattress, what matters with the mattress, and he's gonna tell you about lab studies of how important this stuff is. Things like going as esoteric as blocking electromagnetic frequencies and things like medical conditions you would never think were tied to this. So this is a Mattress 101 episode for you. Jack, welcome. Thank you very much. I'm very excited to be here. When I say you come from a latex family, that could sound kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> what is a latex family? Yeah, whenever whenever the latex comes up in so many different meetings, uh, it, it, it can e- easily uh, get sidetracked. But uh, late, specifically latex foam family, I guess. Okay. Uh, my my dad was in the latex foam business, so he was supplying pretty much uh, most of the major brands in North America with latex foam. So for all the mattresses and couches and all that kind of stuff? Correct. But you you don't, back then, you didn't find much latex in couches. And and, and latex was underused. And and the the way manufacturers would use it, they'd buy layers of it, and they would incorporate it into their mattresses. And and latex comes from trees instead of from petroleum, right? Well, there's two types. And latex comes from trees instead of from petroleum, right? Well, there's two types. Okay. There's, there's, there's natural organic latex, which, which basically is tapped from a tree, so from a Hivia brasileñas tree, and, uh, which was a native tree in Brazil, 
but today is, is grown in different rainforest climates. Uh, you can get in Indonesia, Sri Lanka, India. What you call a rubber plantation, right? Rubber plantations, exactly. And, um, and basically, the, 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 uh, there's also the petroleum-based version, uh, which is uh, a synthetic rubber. So yeah. it's chemically the same molecule, but with a bunch of impurities from the petroleum. Exactly, side. exactly. Okay. And, 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 you know, over the years, Europe became the specialist in blending these two. So they okay. have, you know, what they would call blended latex, partially <laughs> na- natural, partially synthetic. Uh, the, 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 the key to that is because synthetic products are much more stable, mm. easier to predict when you're working with organic components density can change from one tree to the other viscosity yeah. can change and that's all part of the process of getting something done right and, and your family was always doing natural latex or you guys were the petroleum latex uh, and natural latex and it was the european latex the uh, so it, was, it was blended okay uh, back at the time that was the blended model and um, the, the only time i really started to get in, in, in interested in this because i wasn't in, in in that industry at all uh, as, a, as a young adult um but when people were becoming ill in the family, uh, not related to, to, to work, and just learning, you know, the sleep environment, the home environment, detoxing, I didn't know, it's like, why isn't latex everywhere? Already thinking that the blended latex was healthier than uh, the regular uh, polyurethane. It probably is healthier, but it has some of the negatives. Yeah, so if it's like 50% exactly. doesn't have bad stuff and 50% has bad stuff, you got less bad. Less bad, but that. you haven't fully committed to the good. That, yeah. That's the whole thing. I'm with you. And that was my curiosity is why does the regular foam exist? Why isn't it only latex? And only then did I really understand, well, okay, blended is kind of good, but you're only going halfway. You need to really fully commit and... Uh, uh, you know, and my original commitment was just eliminating toxins and the air quality. But over the years, uh, working with so many uh, people who were ill, really, uh, you know, there's two people that, that know their bodies, or can sense their bodies. The severely sick, ill people, and they're, they're, they're feeling... It used ready. to be one of those. <laughs> and the opposite, the extremely fit. Yeah, the pro athletes uh, or pro people athletes, exactly. biohackers, right? Yeah, so so that's that's kind of my education came from these two groups of people. <laughs> it, it's really funny, but so did mine. Like the anti aging too. As people age, they start being. Oh, I, I feel like this morning I woke up, my joints hurt. So I, I first learned from anti aging people. Then it was you know the special forces and pro athletes and and all that sort of things. Uh, and then the chronic illness, the chronic fatigue syndrome, and multiple chemical sensitivity, the mold toxins, Lyme disease, the stuff that I used to have. Um, so I have the unique power to, to feel from both sides of that, having gone from low performance to high performance, mm-hmm. but all the learning, similar group to you. And y- this kicked off because your family member had cancer and you're saying, all right, how do I make them feel better? And what are the contributing factors? And you're like, okay, let's lower the toxic burden. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and you, you notice a lot with, with, with people undergoing cancer, they they become hypersensitive to chemicals. Oh yeah. Uh, whether it comes out in rashes or respiratory issues, you know, the, the body's overreacting to, to, to that environment. And, you know, it was simply to sort of say, okay, let's just go to an organic bed. That seemed like the solution. But then you have allergens, micro dust, things that are in a, a typical organic bed that are also not good. And you wouldn't know this unless you're dealing with the ill or the super athlete. You know, the, the ordinary person doesn't, if, if, if it's not, if your body is not overreacting to something, 
people are as, as if it's non-existent. <laughs> it, it's kind of funny where you're walking along and someone punches you and you're like, it didn't knock me over. And, and so I'm still walking. It's all good. Yeah. And like, someone's punching every five minutes. It's not good, but you only really feel it or notice it if you stumble. Yeah. Right. And this is a really important thing. So if you're looking for performance enhancement, if you're taking the punches, you're saying, but I'm performing well enough. Well, if you didn't take the punches, how do you perform? You don't know because you've never done it without taking the punches. Correct. And that was a big learning for me. And as an example, years ago, uh, when I was first learning, actually before I first figured out my problem was mold, or at least a major part of the problem was mold that helped me be obese with autoimmunity and all the stuff I just mentioned, I moved out of a place that I now recognize had stachybotrys in it, you know, black slimy mold on the backside of the bedroom wall. We, as, after we moved out, we noticed the water heater for the neighbor was leaking after we'd actually sold the place. Uh, and I said, oh, like that's gross, but I didn't know there was anything, even such a thing as toxic mold in buildings because this was early 20s. And the person who lived with me at the time, uh, her health had been wrecked by this, my health had been wrecked by this, and we didn't know why. These cognitive things, tired, weight gain, dark circles, new weird allergies, anaphylactic responses to stuff you smell like chemical sensitivity, all this crap. So we move into a new house. Well, a remodeled house with water damage underneath it, you know, gotta, gotta win. And we bought a new mattress topper. So this was the late 90s. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was natural latex because I didn't know any better at the time. And it was about three, four inches thick and it smelled like a chemical factory. Mm-hmm. So oh, it'll air out. We put it on the bed, go to sleep, wake up the next morning. And I had to take her to the hospital because she couldn't really stand up. There was something really bad going on in her back and just horrible pain that was triggering a panic attack. Panic attacks didn't come from toxins. But one of her rib heads had dislocated that night, literally pulled out, which causes immense pain and muscle tension around it. So they said, oh, let's get you a muscle relaxant. And then it relaxed and she went to a chiropractor who put the rib head back in and it was much better. But I was having the same thing happen. And I've noticed since then, if I get a high toxin load, literally one of my rib heads will pop out. And it's toxin related. It's not, I need to go to the chiropractor. I do to help get it back in. Yeah. But it was because of my exposure to whether whatever chemical soup of exhaust and pesticides and overcooked foods or whatever. But there's a, a, a burden where you get enough of it. And if every night for, well, in my case, only six and a half hours, but whatever, <laughs> however many hours you sleep, every night you get eight hours um, of ingesting toxins through your skin and your lungs from your mattress, it seems like a stupid thing to do. Right? It is, and th- that's kind of what we try to analyze is that chronic exposure to stuff. Yeah. Because there's that, you know, we talk about that and people are not noticing it. Even if you're getting a punch in the face, they're noticing the punch in the face, but they're uh, overcoming it and dealing with it. The problem here is people don't even, they're not even seeing the punch in the face. That yeah. chronic exposure, they don't know anything's going on, but the reality is, your body is reacting to it. Your body is actively fighting it while you sleep rather than fully focused on just cell recovery. Yeah. It's focused on fighting the outside yeah. uh, toxins that's being introduced. I like to look at that as, as like a scale, the old-fashioned scale of justice, you know, the one that doesn't exist in the U.S. anymore. Um, that, was, that wasn't a partisan <laughs> comment, to be really clear, in case anyone thought it was. Half of you thought it was one versus the other. Uh, it was a broken system comment. But what we're dealing with here is we're dealing with how much energy goes into recovery, 
and how much energy goes into something else. Mm -hmm. It can be detoxing of new toxins that are coming. It can be a stress response, allergens, chemical response, or thinking about your mother-in-law. <laughs> it, it, so like, where, how much weight is on each side of the scale? And if you can tip it towards, I'm recovering, so there's less weight on the side of additional stresses while you're trying to recover, there's another name for that, parasympathetic activation or rest and relax versus half and half, right? That's kind of then, when you talk about that, uh, that scale, I, I, I believe that that's been what we've been trying to overcome over the years is not having the compromise. Not, you know, that's how the laws work. The laws work is, okay, well, this is, this is we, we've decided that uh, this chronic exposure is acceptable because you're not just falling over and dying. Right. So this amount of toxins is good, and, and we can't narrow it down to this being a health problem for you. So that's where uh, laws come in. They have to play the scale. Where, where I kind of uh, look at this, when you, I'm looking at the super performer or the ill, those compromises are not, are, are not acceptable anymore, right? So, so, so it, we have are, to be- are you, are you saying that government standards intentionally introduce things that are less than optimal because they were cheaper? Uh, it's, it's for the economy, right? That, that's what it is, right? <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> of course like, they do. <laughs> this is the one that won't kill most people. Exactly. Yes. Right? And like, that's the bar. And like, I think I can do better. And I think I have a fundamental human right to choose to do better. If you're listening and you work for the government, don't mess with that right. So, <laughs> I mean, you, you, I mean, we're talking about, uh, you know, uh, products. I mean, these, in foods, obviously they, they allow ingredients, they allow... Uh, additives, chemicals, just for efficiency in business, right? Oh, sure. You can have yeah. these uh, food colorings that absolutely, provably tweak, especially on kids' brains, mm -hmm. and it's okay to put them in kids' products. And like, I don't actually know why, because most countries won't allow it, but in the U.S. they do. Mm -hmm. And you have things like mold toxins in food, where there are no limits on coffee in the U.S., but there are in most of the world. Those are just little examples. And if you look at what someone like uh, Vani Hari, uh, Food Babe, has been talking about for years, like let's compare insert name of any product from a multinational company and look at that in the US and it has a whole bunch of weird chemicals and then you look at it somewhere else where they're not allowed and there's a lot less chemicals. So why are they there? Well, because they're allowed for economic reasons, sure. not for human performance or health reasons. And it's your job to say, all right, in the, the mattress world, <laughs> um, how do we not do that? Exactly. Yep. And, and I look at that mattress thing like I look at lights, uh, like I look at you know, electrosmog. How do you make it so that it's way better than normal or average? So you're making an abnormal mattress <laughs> because you don't want the normal mattress. Exactly. And the, 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 the complication comes when, if you just look at one element that you want to eliminate, that's not so difficult. If I just want to eliminate toxins, okay, great. I'm going to work with a certified organic Hivia milk, tree sap, rubber, and that, that's it. We, we've accomplished yeah. that. But that's just one element. I, I'm not so sure you've accomplished that. Now, I want you, you to you, tell you, me you, I'm wrong because you're a latex guy. I, that, I don't know what, want to know what kind of underwear you're wearing. <laughs> but, <I'm kidding. laughs> but, but I mean, you, you're an expert. But just because it's organic... I mean, sarin nerve gas is an organic substance from jack beans, and I've smelled organic mattress, so I'm like, there is a solvent in there. It might be a natural organic solvent, but I don't think, I think it's a VOC because it smells like it and it measures on my meter. What's going on with a natural mattress that smells like a chemical factory?
What's going on with a natural mattress that smells like a chemical factory? Well, uh, yours don't do that, by the way, just to be clear. Yes, yeah. so, I mean, it, it has its own smell. So the rubber has a smell. So, yeah. so an organic rubber does have a smell. And depending on the plantations, it could be much more pungent and sometimes it's a lot softer. So it's a quality so, issue. So, so it's a quality issue and it's a processing issue as well. So, so that those are, those are, 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 are but ultimately what, what's coming off of that organic material is not, uh, is not nearly, it's not damaging as, as a toxin would be. It's not, it's not really, it's not sparking your central nervous system to defend itself from it, you know? So I think that's one of the key differences is, okay. is a natural product, you know, is not really interfering with your, uh, your, your, your body's activity. It's not, it's not, it's not pulling up your defenses. Unless you have a latex allergy. Uh, no, then again, it's still, still, <laughs> well, I mean, in Talk our, me about in latex, our case, because yeah. latex allergies, it, it, the allergies are, are to the proteins. So oh, what's, in, what's really important is that in the processing that the proteins are eliminated. Oh, so there's no, so people with latex allergies can sleep on an essential mattress? On an essential mattress, yes, because we, in our processing, we make sure that the proteins are, we, and, and it's, it's different that, than a natural latex memory film where they wouldn't do it because the proteins are still present. Uh, well, again, a natural latex memory foam is only exists at Essentia. Okay, so a regular, sure. a, a regular latex, um, in, in many cases, it should be, uh, depending on, on how it's processed. So, so most, okay. most of them are processed on site. So, 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 so most brands are buying their latex foam uh, close to those producers and they're coming in and they, uh, again, may have the, uh, they, they may have the protein still active in there. Um, we know because we manage it, we control it, we pour it, so we know that, that our proteins are out. In fact, we, we had to get this tested uh, when we were working with uh, big institutions where latex is just not allowed. So we, in fact, had Dr. Hamilton from Johns Hopkins do a whole analysis on our product just to, to reassure everyone that there were okay. no proteins active for allergens. So, so then you can look at this like a gluten-free thing. Where mm-hmm. it, if it's uh, you know, maybe manufactured and cross-contaminated uh, sort of a thing. And you know, some of the products uh, that I used to make uh, when I was at Bulletproof, um, you know, I, I knew that they probably didn't have gluten in them, mm-hmm. right? Because they're made across the factory, but the fact there's gluten inside the factory. So to me, that was a little bit ridiculous, but you have to put the labeling on there. But what you're saying is food, there are a bunch of standards and in mattresses, the standards are not like that at all. So you're there, just saying if we control, no <laughs> if we control everything instead of just buying a bunch of whatever we could find and, and you know, selling it quickly. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's a, it's one of those things where do you want every step of purity, just like I am doing with the new coffee stuff that I'm creating, uh, like I've, I have a history of doing. Um, it, it's about the small things that add up, which is why I'm like, okay, you're going to teach me this. You're going to teach our listeners mm-hmm. about this. And that's one thing you, you ought to know. You can get latex proteins in a mattress or not, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Depending on the quality of the manufacturing process, which you've got. Correct. Okay. Um, that makes a ton of sense. Now, before we get into performance enhancement from a mattress, mm-hmm. where we're going to go, um, there's one other thing that's been a real pet peeve of mine for a long time. Uh, and it was in my first book, but I knew about it since you know five years before that. The state of California, probably sometime in the 80s, um, said... We are very concerned about children smoking in bed so the mattresses could catch on fire without the children getting out of the bed. Therefore, we are going to mandate, even in children's mattresses and adult mattresses, six pounds on average of flame retardant endocrine disrupting chemicals for your own safety. 
And because California has so many people, people who manufacture mattresses for California said, well, we'll just use the standard for every mattress in the country instead of having a special California edition. And this led to, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of cases of cancer, other endocrine disruption, children's behavioral problems, and it was actually probably meant to be good. It was definitely an evil act, and it was funded by chemical companies who make flame retardants. They put lots of money into lobbying to force the mattress companies to do this. You might not know that, but if you don't buy a bed that has chemical-free flame retardants or just no flame retardants, because frankly, who cares at this point since we don't smoke in bed anymore, um, then you're getting these automatically. And when I was deciding whether I wanted to have Jack on the show, I'm like, all right, tell me your flame retardant story. <laughs> so, Jack, how do you do this? Well, flame <laughs> retardant, that was a big deal for us because that's, yeah. uh, again, we, we, we've, gone every, we've done everything to eliminate toxins. It, it and flies now in the, the face of what you believe in. Exactly. And, and so <laughs> we were even questioning maybe we're not selling in the U.S. anymore. Yeah. Uh, Good you for know, you. Uh, that's integrity. Because obviously our product's made in Canada. We don't have any of these flame retardant uh, laws. Uh, but... And, 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 and flame retardants today are way much more of an issue for me than they were even five years ago because now they're getting into their face-changing chemicals and, and to stabilize those additional chemicals. But what we basically did, initially we were basically encouraging our customers to get doctor's notes so that we can uh, sell them the mattress without any uh, flame retardants because we were not making so, any flame retardants. So, so th this is an example of the the chemical companies using the regulatory powers of the sure. government to create a monopoly. Okay, that kind of shit pisses me off. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> then um, <clears throat> I was seeing that the uh, U.S. producers of organic mattresses, how are they getting around it? They were getting around it, but not in a very straightforward way. They were, they were getting your organic wool, and then they were doing separate treatments to that wool, because wool on its own is not a fire barrier. So they would, they would kind of my ship catch on fire a lot. Yeah, so, <laughs> so uh, that was not an option for us. And, and, and uh, wool, then other nesting grounds. So we didn't want to get into allergens. We don't want to, you know, we, we didn't want to just be shifting over. Then we, we did find a, um, uh, a Kevlar knit. So we basically put this Kevlar knit and we sent it into the labs and we went, made, made sure that we had zero off-gassing that was okay. tracked. Kevlar is chemically inert, and that stuff does not off-gas that yeah. I'm aware of. Yeah. No, exactly. So, so basically, we've opted to basically put a Kevlar jacket <laughs> on all of our beds. It had wow. the right uh, flexibility, so we're able to get all the benefits of the, of the surface of the bed without any of the Kevlar. Hey guys, is this actually a bulletproof mattress? <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't think of that until now. Uh, so you're saying, all right, we'll, we'll and, and this actually makes me happy at a, at a soul level. Uh, you're saying, all right, we'll follow your stupid rules, but we'll do it our way. Sure, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so you, 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 did what, you did what they said, but not what they wanted. You didn't buy the chemicals. You bought Kevlar, which is more expensive yeah. instead. Yeah, but they, you created a superior bed with that. Mm -hmm. So, all right. And, and guys, I'm going to talk about what I have slept on. Um, for a while, and then I'm going to compare it here, and then we're going to go into our performance enhancement, like what mattresses can do for sleep and recovery. Um, I've had you know a variety of mattresses, and because I am a biohacker, and because I used to have a lot of musculoskeletal pain, like more than most people will ever understand, um, partly from lectins and oxalates and mold toxins and chronic fatigue and all, but it used to feel like I had a candle burning between my shoulder blades all the time. 
I mean, I, I would just get used to it, but it was, it was, you know, seven or eight out of 10 pain just all the time. It's like, oof, just grit your teeth and just go through the day. Mm-hmm. Really draining. I don't know if I even talked about that that much, but it was, it was not a good thing. And it was toxin-related. And then I, I said, all right, maybe I need a really soft mattress. And, and I would spend money on mattresses and that master's topper I talked about that made things worse. Uh, and eventually I settled on sleeping on a very, very hard, like neoprene from a wetsuit. Oh, there, there's an even harder version of that that barely moves when you push on it. And, and I sleep on like a one-inch thing of that, mm-hmm. uh, essentially on the floor. It's on a platform that's tilted because I like to raise the height of my bed. Mm-hmm. So it's like the like like a caveman would sleep, really, <laughs> right? Now, I'm built a certain way. Uh, I like to think kind of like an athlete. Uh, the New York Times said I'm almost muscular, so there, call me that. <laughs> Um, but I'm a big guy, right? And, I, and I, I don't know, but that's worked for me. But since then, I tried a variety of mattresses that I really like, right? And I like it, but then I'm like, I, I find, okay, I've tested this for a month or two, and it feels good, but then I kind of migrate back uh, to sleeping on essentially the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have a very tolerant wife, guys. Um, so what I'm doing now is I'm testing out the very firmest of the Essentia. And so if I'm really liking what I see, and you know, I'll, I'll report back to you guys. It's going to take you know, 60, 90 days to really know for sure. But part of my issue with this is that closed cell neoprene is not off-gassing after I've had it for this amount of time. Like it's, it, There's no smell at all. Uh, so for me to be able to find a Kevlar-coated, actually properly made bed, it really matters. Because I have played around with some, some various uh, allegedly good latex beds. Never had the, the kind of results I wanted, mostly because when they ship them, you know, they're compressing them the same way you do. You vacuum seal it so it's easy to ship, which yeah. is cool. Uh, but then they're not very dense, right? And, like, that's great if you're a vegan guy who is, you know, 140 pounds and low testosterone and no bone density. Uh, but I'm, like, 230 if I do a few pull-ups, and my bone density is very high. And you put me on a bed like that, it's like wearing vegan pants. Like, I didn't want leggings. I wanted pants, right? So... With a hard thing here, like the hard firm, I guess mattress companies shouldn't say hard, that's bad marketing. But with, <laughs> with the firm mattress, um, that's the kind of thing that you're, what you said, 25% of the NHL sleeps on your mattresses? Yeah, over <laughs> right. 25% of the NHL Are they all players. on the firm one or are they like the soft, squishy types? It all depends on their posture. We uh, really, okay, tell me about this. Yeah, so, 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 so ultimately, uh, your posture really dictates what you need. The key is to eliminate your negative Your posture, space. not the size of your ass, to be really clear. Completely posture and not the size of your ass <sighs> or your gut. I've been trying to put and, junk in my trunk. Oh, <laughs> and, and basically, because you want to eliminate that negative space. And All the right. negative space is, is what we need to, to, for, for support. Um, on your posture, see, you're thinking it's because... You're built strong, you're built dense, but also with your posture, you need a flatter surface. Okay. So, so basically, when we're, when we're developing our mattresses, you know, simply said soft, medium, firm, but really, uh, our density is always high. In fact, our, our softest mattress has higher density than our firmest mattress because... Oh, interesting. Um, all, I, what, I, what I'm doing is I'm just changing the elasticity. So, so it's not the amount of air, it's how stretchy the fibers are. Exactly. And that's different. All the other mattresses come to just add more air, right? Exactly. That, okay. that, the method of, of conventional foam or conventional mattresses is by adding air. And you, you look at the fibers. If, you, if they want a, a soft mattress, they'll have a looser fill fiber. But those are not durable uh, because the air eventually gets compressed out. And so over overuse, right? So so those those products, 
if you're not feeling the pain in six months, you're feeling them two or three years later because so they don't last. They don't okay. last. So for me, durability is how long does it perform for you? Not you know because people change it many years after that they don't perform. So on on, on a posture, uh, you're a pro athlete, you're saying um, it it does change. It doesn't necessarily need to be firm unless your posture dictates firm. Simply said, the flatter your lower back the less elasticity you need, the more okay. curved your lower back, the higher elasticity you need. And, and that, the higher elasticity is tied to... Well, that that's where you'll sink in and it'll eliminate that, that negative so, space. So you're going to have a soft, a higher elasticity mattress if you're, or more elastic mattress, um, if you have a really heavy curve in your low back. Correct. If you have a flatter low back, exactly. then you want a firm mattress. Exactly. Okay. For a mattress, so. less, in our product, it will be less elasticity but you're still benefiting from the pressure redistribution, which and, is important. Because what you're getting is that flatter back is really driving your, your mid-body into these mattresses that are too soft for you. Mm -hmm. And so that's what's really happening. You're, you're, you're not properly aligned uh, because of your, your, you know, and more so because if your dense bone structure, more muscle, all these things kind of, if you're on the wrong surface, enhance the problem. Okay, that that makes so much sense, uh, and I'm I'm eager to try this. And <laughs> the implication here is that what your mother ate before and during pregnancy, when she was carrying you, in some way determines how firm of a mattress you should get. Yeah, because <laughs> higher grain consumption, lower nutrient <laughs> consumption, actually is documented. This is Weston A. Price research in the Better Baby book, actually, uh, can can determine how flat your spine is. Mm -hmm. So you get a flatter spine. <laughs> <laughs> with less of a curve from mom's diet. So thanks, mom, for the firm mattress. You want to know how I <laughs> consult with pro athletes? I don't even have to see them. We have a discussion over the phone. Yeah. And we talk about personality. No and way. Personality is linked to your posture. And so, so you can say by personality yes, what exactly. your mattress from. Okay, yeah. you got to tell me more about this. <laughs> this is awesome. So it was interesting because I was working with, uh, with the medical team of the Montreal Canadiens okay. uh, back in the day, a few years back. And we were outfitting their whole team with Accenture mattresses. It was a decision by management. <laughs> and as I'm working with their uh, trainers and then I'm working with their medical team, one of them was really, he helped players with injury correct their postures and he was identifying their postures through their personality questions. Wow. And uh, over one million case studies and, and it was right on every single time. And so what we did it during the during that off season. I hired, I onboarded them at Essentia. I got guys. We need to learn this. We need to be able. To, I can't, you know, fly around everyone to to meet all these players and fit them for a mattress. So if this technology, if this concept idea works, that would uh, be fantastic. And in fact, right now, now we have an autumn here at at, uh, at the conference. We're offering free evaluations for everyone where, where people answer cool. 25 questions and we know their muscular strengths, muscular weaknesses. Is, is that on the website too? Like on the Essential website? Uh, it's, it's just getting on the Essential okay, website. I, I didn't see it no, when I was doing this. I, I did a lot of research to make sure that I wanted to have you on that you weren't going to try and sell me a mattress. No, we, we, were, we were doing this only for pro athletes. That's okay. How, that was, we, only was, for it, pros. It was only right. for pros.
when we were coming to the conference, our team says, well, let's, let's just digitize the whole thing. Okay. So for this conference, we're making it available to everybody, and following the conference, it's a part of our website after that. That's actually really cool. <laughs> and, and you have some kind of validation clinically, or this is just observational? or? Uh, well, basically, it was the thesis and, and all, the, all, all of the case studies by Dr. Guimont from the Montreal Canadiens. Okay, so it's, it's, uh, yes. it's Dr. Exactly. Guimont's work. All right, that, that's pretty cool. So tell me the top five personality traits of someone who sleeps on a soft mattress. Okay, they like kale. Extrovert. Uh, they're an extrovert, okay. Yeah, yeah. so they're definitely an, ex an extrovert. Uh, it, get, it gets onto the softer mattress. Jeez, uh, I'd have to go back. I don't even know everything off the head. Because well, plus it's, it's a survey with lots of little things. Yeah, right? it was, and like I said, it was Dr. Gimbo's study. All we've done is, what we've done is based on his results. Okay, got it. Uh, we made the mattresses that matched the results, the formulations that okay. matched it. And we're basically making, I guess it's 264 different latex formulations for every layer to be able to adapt to it. And we've had such, you know, a great story from one of the players that used to play in Colorado. Um, we were making these pro athletes model, each side was matched to their posture mm. and personality. So the player's on one side, his spouse is on the other, right? And, uh, and um, when he got on it, the surface, it's, it's one mattress. You can't feel the difference that there's two mattresses on the inside going on. So he got on the mattress, and a lot of these players, they immediately recover from certain ailments when they get on our mattress. And Immediately, uh, like in a week of sleeping on it? or okay. Sometimes in days, yeah. Very cool. uh, and, and so, um, you know, on my next visit to Colorado, I go and see him, and, 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 and Matt, how's it going? He goes, Jack, you know what? I really was questioning your process. I didn't, it just sounded weird, personality, myself, my wife, and the mattress felt the same, and, uh, but, but I was feeling good. I was feeling great. My neck pain was gone, and um, we just, for kicks, we swapped sides. And after a couple of days, it was not the same. I was getting a neck pain, and he goes, but, and I go, imagine that, Matt. And you were still on an Essentia side. You still had a great mattress mm. that you were on, but it wasn't tuned for your posture as your side was. And okay. so he, okay. that was his own uh, little um, uh, realization how, how, that, how that made a difference. I did. So I have a California King at, at home, and I did have one set of mattresses we were playing around with. And, and guys, it's kind of weird to play around with testing mattresses. Look, I'm a biohacker and I've spent way more money than anyone has any business doing just trying to tweak things because I'm curious and at this mm -hmm. point because I curate stuff. So we had like a firm mattress on my side and like a softer medium one on my wife's side. But the, you know, the two separate mattresses. The problem is then there's certain activities that you do in the middle of the mattress usually. And, and, it, and it's like off, you know, one side's not as supportive as the other. And that wasn't very positive. So you're saying even if one person has an extrovert, one's an introvert, whatever, they have different, uh, like radically different densities, it still feels pretty much like one mattress because it's very subtle changes. In yes, it. and what we do is we have mm -hmm. that, that, that top layer where because everything's molded in our product. So, mm -hmm. so so uh, this is our Procore model, which was designed for pro athletes. And that top layer, that first top inch, uh, were identical all the way across the board. And then the formula was changing uh, beyond that. Okay. Uh, so, so because ultimately that, that, that first half inch to one inch is ultimately just the blood circulation, uh, numbing, uh, making sure that you have that kind okay. of flow. That makes sense. 
Um, so you're because of the top layers there, you're not feeling that. And then don't forget, we're, we're a very dense product. Okay. So you're not going to have the air um, fluff on one side. Because you're not adding the fluff. Yeah. That was the problem. Yeah. Was there's so, a lot of air on one yeah. side. So you're, you're yeah. looking at a super fluff cloud yeah. compared to a firm mattress. That's not yeah. the and, essential way. And there's, <laughs> there's a reason that high heel shoes leave marks on wood floors. It's a pounds per square inch thing. So if yep. I put my elbow and my knee on a mattress and you got 230 pounds on these little surfaces, that's a lot more than if you weigh 100 pounds. It just is. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, the PSI thing matters, but since it isn't an air-filled thing, we're not dealing with that. All right, this is making a lot more sense. Um, you actually did a study about recovering from sports concussions using the Essential mattress. And, okay, that's interesting mm-hmm. because if people's brains are working better because of a certain mattress when they're in the process of recovery, what, what did you find in the study and what's going on with that? You're listening to The Human Upgrade with Dave Asprey. Everyone's talking about red light therapy beds and for good reason. There's a company called ARRC LED that's building an entirely new class of LED devices. ARRC LED beds integrate proprietary scanning technology and frequency protocols to shape the delivery of six different wavelengths in dose-optimized photobiomodulation. Yes, that's a lot of words. What it is, though, is that photobiomodulation improves the underlying energetics of the cells in your body. And those changes can benefit nearly every tissue and organ and system in your body. You change your cells and you change your life. For more information, visit ARRCLED.com. Okay, that's interesting because if people's brains are working better because of a certain mattress when they're in the process of recovery, what what did you find in the study and what's going on with that? Because that's kind of a big deal. So we've done a lot of tests with pro athletes. They've been really great with us just because they're on board with tracking and tracking their sleep, tracking their activities. And, uh, you know, and we work with uh, basically uh, we were working with uh, NFL teams and we are actually working with some, some of the medical uh, medical specialists of the NBA and really understanding players in sleep. Um, what we really realized is that by eliminating these stimulants, and, and, and the stimulants, I include uh, toxins, but I include heat as a stimulant, um, EMFs are stimulants, uh, pain is an obvious stimulant. If we eliminate all of these, and what we've just been able to see is that within a shorter amount of time, you say you only sleep six hours, you know, like... Six and a half hours. The, the, yeah. the key is that they're good hours that we're keeping you in REM. Deep Two hours sleep of deep, hour yeah. and a half of REM yeah. on the average six and a half hours. I'm okay with that. Yeah, so, 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 that's, that, well, so what we had realized in our testing is that everything's recovering faster, cells are recovering faster, and that, that, that was the case with concussions as well. And, and it, but it, 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 it also affected stress levels. Happiness levels. I mean, what we were just seeing with with players is that they were way more focused when they're sleeping well. And uh, on our method is just eliminating stimulants, and okay. and 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 ultimately just comparing how they sleep on uh, our stimulant-free mattresses compared to how they're sleeping on a, on a conventional. And you know what? What's most popular for athletes? You re- that's that's the other thing is that they're buying. Most athletes are buying the complete opposite of what we're selling. They are sell, they're, they're all into memory foams, high toxins, high heat, or 
chemically induced coolness through phase dimming. So they, they yeah. because they're not digging deep, they're not trying to understand what, uh, what they need for sleep. There are still a surprising number of pro athletes who are eating you know, hot dogs. <laughs> not as much, though, not, not as not much. much. It, it's, shift, it's shifted. Uh, but you see like the Tom Brady's, uh, the Nick Foles um, in, uh, in football, and you see like the Brand Brothers. Their careers are lasting way longer, but they don't do toxins. Right, and they don't all eat exactly the same things and, and all that, but, but generally speaking, they're eliminating as many toxins as they can, they're recovering better, and they're conscious of all this stuff. Uh, so I, I think it's interesting that by eliminating stimulants during sleep, you're getting these results. And what did you find for concussions, like an improvement in, in speed of healing time, or what, what was the outcome in the study? The outcome was uh, basically what we were seeing early on, and we were not able to, uh, to actually uh, do a full formal testing with uh, with the teams as we wanted to post, uh, yeah. just because of uh, NFLPA also had certain regulations about tracking players beyond a certain amount of time uh, so what we were able to do to learn from the doctor that was uh, handling it is basically the less stress the less anxiety uh, the, 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 the easier the players were able to get that rest that they needed and help recover faster it goes back to that scales of justice model where yeah. like, oh, look, you have an extra stressor, which is recovering from a brain injury. Maybe you shouldn't pour a bunch of other crap on there. Yeah. Um, so, okay, it, it, makes, it makes good sense to me. And you, you mentioned a list that was really important. Um, one of them was EMF. And you have a very unique way of blocking EMFs on a mattress. So uh, EMFs, we're, we, we approach it very differently. Uh, whereas a lot of you know, known technologies for avoiding EMFs have been grounding pads or, or the idea of channeling the energy somewhere else away from the body. Uh, we needed something a little different in, in what we try to approach everything is, is, is a, a, an evidence-based approach trying to see how the body's reaction. Looking at outcomes in the body, okay. Exactly. Rather than just analyzing the EMF, we're really looking at the outcomes in the body. So. Uh, we were working with a doctor for Laird in Switzerland, and basically he opened up our eyes to looking at blood cell activity. This is like live blood cell analysis, exactly. dark field microscopy? Exactly. Yeah. We yeah. just talked about that on one of the other episodes here. Oh yeah, with, uh, with Leela Quantum Tech, we, we, we actually had pictures of dark field microscopy. So this, to remind listeners, mm -hmm. is when you have little stacked up red blood cells and when things are working better, they unstack themselves so you get better oxygenation. And Correct. maybe some other it's, stuff, but is that what exactly you're saying? Okay. This is exactly right. it. So, so we went through the analysis of, of this blood work uh, with people using our products and we, we came up with a, a different mineral content version of our mattress. So, so our EMF uh, barrier version, the whole mattress all the way through has a whole new mineral formula uh, in, in it. So, so basically, what we've seen, and it's during phone calls, and we, and, we, and we actually have this, I believe we have it on our website, where you actually see the blood cell analysis of uh, with our barrier, without the barrier. So, so all we know is that with our barrier formula, the cells no longer are stacked together. Okay. So it's completely clear, even better than not even having any of the EMFs around. Um, Interesting. So, so, so the blood is just harmoniously uh, flowing, uh, the cells are flowing uh, unobstructed. And our interpretation of that is that if the cells are kind of stacked together, your oxygen flow is not going to be as good. Well, it's a, 
it's, it's a technology that's been around forever. Uh, uh, the first time I, I did it, God, I don't remember what year it was, but it was, it was called Country Sun in South Palo Alto, this weird health food store, like the, the OG kind probably that was founded right around the same time that Whole Foods was founded, you know, sometime in the 80s. Uh, and they would have someone come in twice a week and do dark field microscopy. The first time I got my little picture of my red blood cell, and they looked at it like, you're going to die. Because <laughs> uh, I, I had, at the time, extremely high viscosity in my blood. Really? Uh, yeah, to the point that uh, another physician who diagnosed it at a lab just said high risk of stroke and heart attack, and it wasn't even 30. Uh, so it was it's something I've become aware of. Yeah. And so it's funny, dark field, which the Western medicine people have tried to discredit, although it's got 35 years or something of, of good data behind it. Um, that was the first one to tell me that. And then I spent $500 at a lab to tell me the same thing that I learned from a $40 dark field. Thing. <laughs> so it, but it's, it's a cool tech. And what you guys are doing uh, with the Ascension mattress, which I've never heard of, is instead of saying, I'm going to have a sheet of metalized fabric, which is the typical way of, of doing it. Uh, what you're doing is you're saying, what if we distributed a matrix of minerals throughout all the foam, right? Yep. So now it's a much thicker thing. And instead of saying, all right, we're going to hold an EMF, you know, say there's no EMFs, we're going to look at when a person sleeps on this, they're getting this result. Exactly, yeah. Now, I kind of like that, but have you actually put an EMF meter there and seen if the EMFs change? No, we, we, we really only focused on, on blood cells. We never okay. never looked at... Uh, but you A-B tested it and you said, exactly. this mattress doesn't yes. have minerals and yeah. the blood's sticky, this mattress has yeah, minerals. And we've done it with different age groups, different genders, okay. and we really uh, we're, we are satisfied with the data. I'll only dive into something if I see that Okay, it's making a difference, and it's you know, and that that's what's important to me is 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 yeah. products that are making a difference, uh, and 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 not obstruct something else that we're trying to do. So by putting another layer on top, I'm not my my elasticity is not adapting to your body as easily, or my heat your body heat is not flowing through as I want it to be. So so that's where by putting the mineral content throughout the whole block, I'm achieving one. We we are actually seeing that we actually are protecting the whole room. You, actually wow. only have to, you don't even need to be sleeping on it okay. because there's so much of it, right? Uh, so the, the, wow. those were the, um, the important indicators that we were on the right track and, and it was worth putting in. Blood viscosity is, is so interesting. Um, Gerald Pollack came on the show a while back and he's a professor at University of Washington who identified exclusions on water, uh, which is how in, inside cells, the body, you drink water and it turns the water... Uh, using 1,200 nanometer light, now there's body heat, uh, turns it in the presence of a lipid membrane, you know, cell wall, turns the water into biologically usable water called EZ water. And I funded research at his lab where they, he's like, oh, that's weird, but MCT and uh, grass-fed butterfat create really huge amounts of exclusions on water. But the reason I'm bringing all this stuff up is that in large part controls blood viscosity. Because if you have the right kind of water in your blood, it works and around cell membranes and that allows them to go through microcapillaries. Mm -hmm. Now, that is a quantum biology effect. <laughs> it is not a normal biochemical effect, which is why everyone got mad at him. And he's like, guys, look at my microscope slides. Do you see the fuzzy border? That's exclusion zone. Can you explain it via any other mechanism? No, you can't. Right? So there's this weird kind of sticky state of, of water that, that, or actually less sticky state, um, that is uh, achievable. And things outside the body, I believe, can affect that. And it sounds like what you've done is in an attempt to have a thicker EMF blocking field, you actually 
said, all right, well, now we've got something that is changing the, uh, it's probably quantum, but anyway, it's changing the dynamics of something in the body that's measurable and visible. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah. And that, 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 that's kind of important to us is that we're, we're right. able to measure it and we're able to, 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 to uh, qualify and quantify it. And, uh, and then it was just a part of it. And that's what our, our uh, basically our high performers want. That's what our athletes want. Because, you know, Jack, whatever, you know, my players, whenever they say, whenever there's something new, Jack, just let me know. I want to I want to make sure I have the greatest that, that, that you have to offer uh, because they've just they've just seen in all the elements that we we focus on um, is not just to do something different. It's to do something well. Okay. I think you're just a big mattress nerd at this point. I, I mean, look, look at this. It's, it's, it's disgusting, Jack. The level of mattress nerdiness that you have. But well, it's, it's it, actually really cool. I, I love it when you find so, an expert who just is like, I, I know everything about this. Like, that's what I do. And it's you're taking me to some pretty cool places. And everyone shrugs and looks at me in the oddest way when, when, when they see me in these environments that I never thought. First of all, I didn't think I'd be in the mattress world, right? That's not, that was not what I grew up thinking I'd want to be. But I can recall, um, you know, this one player, and I'm a big hockey fan, so to me, uh, those those stories stick with me. But the very first player that uh, we introduced us to, and actually at the conference here, I invited a speaker um, who is going to, who was the guy who introduced hockey players uh, to Essentia. Oh, cool! And uh, he's just so knowledgeable, strength and conditioning coach sports science director for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And this guy was researching everything to try to help his star player with recovery. So um, when, when we first uh, offered the mattress uh, to him, and I was such a fan, and, and a different, the, our, our players actually buy our beds, we don't comp them, but that player, I said, he can have one. You know, and and uh, he actually said no. He was afraid that this strange, dense, rubber feeling was so different than what he experienced traveling on the road that he didn't want to try it out. But anyhow, years later, hundreds of players are sleeping on except him. <laughs> he gets another concussion. Oh no. And this time around he says, calls me up and says, Jack, I'm willing to give it a try. And uh, he gets it and I don't hear from him. A month that goes in, I call, no answer, typical. Uh, call his agent and goes. Uh, he hasn't mentioned anything, you know. So I figured he chucked it away because he was so uh, such a creature habit. And plus, with a concussion, you do all sorts of weird stuff. Yeah. yeah. And and, and um, anyhow, I get a call uh, one evening. They're in the Stanley Cup Finals. Wow. And I get a call from his agent, and he says, uh, "You're available tomorrow night. We're you know if if you can make it, uh, we'd like to have you in Pittsburgh." Wow. So I, uh, I I find a way. I get to Pittsburgh. And uh, here I am in the owner's box with uh, the owner of the Penguins, uh, agent, family, and uh, basically they told me that we went tonight, you're coming to the house to celebrate. Wow. And, and, you know, so, so, um, and one guy saying appreciate what you've done for the team. Then you have like guys there that are sponsors, like you know, Gatorade and all kinds of you know, sporting equipment. And they're like, what do you do? Mattresses or, 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 or latex mattresses. And they're all girl, shrugging. Girl, I'm a latex guy. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, and they're, they're like, what are you doing here? <laughs> but meanwhile, and I go down and see the players after the game. And, and I, you know, most of these guys I spoke to by phone or, or, or in some way. And they're all so appreciative of what I, what I've done for them. And it was kind of cool because 
I never really thought I was doing that much. I was just being my nerdy self focused on latex, but they really appreciated um, the product uh, so much so that I got invited to the owner's box, which is kind of cool. <laughs> that, that's, that says more than you know a, an endorsement uh, is gonna say where it, it made a difference and they, they said, all right, do this. It's the things that you wouldn't expect that matter that make a difference. So like the the foam or the the mineral distribution through the foam, I mean it, it could be replicating the effects of sleeping on the earth or something like there could be some other thing going on, but we don't have to necessarily know why, but when you get such dramatic results, you know, people people can tell. Yeah. Uh, so we, we know that there's something EMF related that's helping with circulation. Um, you talk about cerebral hypothermia. Yep. Tell me about that. <laughs> So that's, that's interesting because everyone knows that, you know, it's commonly known that sleeping cool is good, to, is, is, is yeah. good for you, good for sleep, right? Well, we had realized in looking at the data and, and, and tracking that um, if you're constantly in an active state of cooling down through what we analyze as an eight-hour period, so rather than going to bed feeling cold, that's not as important as the, the act of your body constantly cooling down. And um, to, to the point where it, it, your central nervous system is constantly slowing down. All your activities internally are slowing down and that keeps you in your REM uh, cycles uh, longer. Keeps you in deep sleep. And so we've noticed that if you're just cooling yourself down, um, that's short-lived. So, so often people act on their what they can kind of relate to consciously. So they'll go to bed cold and they'll feel great because they fall asleep really quick. However, internally, how is that clock working? And we've realized that um, if it's gradual and constant, you're staying in those deep sleep cycles longer rather than when the, when, when, the, when, the, when the temperature goes up, the body starts to prepare to get into its awakened stage. You know, I get it. Um, I can see, you know, historically, if you were a mitochondria floating in the ocean, and at sunset, the water's relatively warm, and it cools with some equation mm -hmm. that's probably not quite linear, but mostly linear, over the course of the night, right? And then it starts to come back up at sunrise. Um, so making the body cold all at once might not work. And some of the chilling systems um, that I'm a fan of, frankly, um, are programmable to have, you know, like to, to have it change over the course of the night. Uh, but your, your thing that says, okay, as long as the body can dump heat when it wants to, it's going to exactly. follow a natural circadian rhythm. But if you're sleeping on a normal, like a sticky latex mattress um, that doesn't have the cooling aspects. So, so what I like, talk about those chilling yeah. products, what I, and I do like some of the, I like the ones that are on top, the blanket version. Yeah, the blanket version. The blanket cool. version because that, that one, you're allowing that cooling to happen, you can program it, but, but then you're allowing uh, on the surface that your heat to escape. You're allowing Smart. that to happen, you're not causing any perspiration through having any, uh, any of the products that just basically uh, trap you in that I I into this kind of heat okay. phase. So that that's the whole process of have, allowing your your body uh, heat to escape the body. Okay. I have a question that um, I really wasn't. I hadn't really thought to ask ask you about it, but 
you guys have been named like five times in a row Consumer Reports top choice for a mattress. And I know Consumer Reports, I, I've run a large company and I haven't found their stuff to be um, very transparent. Like they, they kind of pretend like it is, but I always feel like there's some weird politics and stuff behind it and, and all that. And essentially isn't, you know, one of the largest mattress companies either for the, the e-commerce, yeah. you know, airbag <laughs> ones, you know, the, the ones that are mostly air or, you know, the, the giant, you know, historical ones. How did you pull that off? Because that, that's hard to do. That. As a CEO, like, I, I want to know how did you get Consumer Reports to even pay attention to a so, smaller, like super premium Yeah, we were like really surprised to be honest <laughs> with it, what happened. And, and it's funny you say that because our opinion internally, because obviously we're, we're biased and completely proud of what we've accomplished, we feel that the fact that there's a number two so close to us is because they're big companies. <laughs> because there's no reason for the number two to be even so close to but us. But if you have like a ten or ten or a hundred million dollar research budget, yeah. you ought to be able to come pretty close. But you care about stuff they don't care about. Yes. Yeah, so, so so yeah, this is really interesting just because what they test this was it was fully independent. We have no control, and and the fact that it kept showing up year after year, we were grateful and happy. Uh, but we had zero control over it. They actually bought our product without us knowing, tested it without us knowing, and published their findings oh, So this was totally blind? It's completely blind. Wow. Yeah, this was so, completely so blind. So a reviewer there listened to some of what you said and must have changed yep. some of their variables for what mattered in a mattress because yeah. the stuff you care about, oh, there's actually no VOCs, there's actually no, no, no latex. That's, that's what I want to kind yeah. of jump on. VOCs mm -hmm. and any of the stimulants have nothing to do with their evaluation process. And that's where oh, wow. uh, we were talking with, with, with our guys that uh, I, I work with a company, Delos, and, and they're fantastic when they work with so environmental Open. standards. Yeah so, yeah, so we've worked with them and they've, they've, they've put our mattresses in any wellness center. And um, they, they actually told me, he goes, Jack, if Consumer Reports would actually test the stuff that really matters in your product, there would be no number two. Because if, you know, the number two next to us actually is full of VOCs. So, you know, we would be so far detached if they looked at stimulants, VOCs, um, yeah. so many, so many elements. But okay. we're still, I mean, we're so grateful that we're on that list. Like I said, we're it, it's a big win. Only, for I think a we're the only company. small company on yeah. that list. <laughs> it, it's a huge win. Uh, I remember in my career once I, I wanted to get on the Magic Quadrant, which is a Gartner thing in, in the tech world, a huge thing. And I managed to get us on as a $10 million company up against $100 million companies. But it was like a battle and it was terrible. And I was imagining <laughs> you went through something like that. But no, you're like, they called us and said we won. Um, no, okay. they published it. Oh. And we, we, we learned about it from the publishing. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. That's about as clean as it gets. And it's, it's one of those things, you go up on the shelf right, at the store and say you want to buy whatever food product is there. And you go, oh, these look like they're equivalents. And this one's $6 less than this one. All right, you know, let's, let's turn that one over. And you look at the labels and you go, oh, they're mostly equivalent, right? But the $6 less one, they did something. And you're like, oh, they didn't tell you what they did to their, you know, cashew butter. Or, you know, they, they, they cut a corner, right? They, they almost had to. And what you're saying is, here's our standards. They're not related to mattress industry standards. Correct. But you still won. You still won. <laughs> okay, that's cool. It's an interesting thing when you look at so many consumer products, and you, and you look at in, 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 in nutrition and food, you walk into a grocery store, there's probably like six companies that make every different product in there. Yep. Uh, similar in, 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 in our space, 
There's not that many, you know, there's many mattress brands, but they're all buying the components from the same people. They're buying the foam from a handful of foamers. They're buying the fabrics from a handful of fabric guys. They're buying, you know, so, so, so really you're down to like really five people supplying all these different mattress brands. We're the only ones who really, we make it all ourselves. So we have our own formula. So we're not, we're, we're not on, that, on that main track that you'd see in the grocery store or in the mattress store, you know? So that's, that's what keeps us a little, that's how we're able to really make something different based on our values. Okay. I, I respect that. It's, it's that same just doing stuff that people don't think matters, except it does. Yeah. And I kind of did that with coffee, right? You know, <laughs> yeah. but, but did people get mad at you in the mattress industry? Like, you're not allowed to say that. You know, you, how dare you say VOCs <laughs> and talk about this stuff? Or you didn't get a lot of pushback? Initially, because I never thought I'd sell it directly to a consumer. I developed this product that was just a late, like I said, a latex geek, but not marketing geek or anything right. like that. So, so when I was uh, initially proposing people to buy it, everybody wanted it, but they didn't want the story that came with it. So I had one guy, you know, big promises saying I can do this, but you can't talk about adhesives. You can't talk about VOCs. You can't talk about... <laughs> So you don't want me to talk about anything. Sure. He goes, well, what else am I going to talk about? That's what I make. He goes, just depend on your brand. I go, I don't have a brand. Nobody knows me. <laughs> so, so, so I went, I opened up, we launched our website. And we said, you know what? Because the first people who really adopted Essentia were the ill. And yep. they didn't care about marketing. They just wanted to feel better. Yeah, and, and they all talk to each other. They know what works. And, and, and then from there, so our journey started with people who, were, who had health struggles. Then it went to people who were overcoming their health struggles. Then it went to preventative people. Then it went to lifestyle. Then it, we got to performance. You know, we, I, I was in business seven, eight years before we really thrived in the performance world. Uh, whereas before we were almost, almost like a healthcare world, you know? Mm -hmm. So that was, that was kind of cool. So an, an interesting transition, uh, an interesting journey as a company. But throughout all, it's all about helping people. That was helping people sleep. That was our, our, our main, you know, I was telling someone just the other day, I don't remember if a, a year economically was a good year or a bad year financially. But I do remember, I remember that guy and I remember who I helped here. I remember the feedback of the guy who couldn't cycle anymore and now is cycling again. So those were those were great stories, way more than that we had budget. <laughs> yeah, it it matters a lot when you hear that, and and the idea that you wouldn't kind of sign up for a gag order around you can't talk about this, can't talk about that if we buy it. I have probably lost uh, tens of millions of dollars um, over my just absolute. I will not sign any gag orders, you know, mm -hmm. and people would offer me whatever, and you're like, no. Like I will speak the truth <laughs> as I see it, and I'm not going to sign papers that say I don't. I, I think Essentia yeah. would be a bigger brand if I would. Yeah, I I wouldn't be at I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be running the company. It just goes against what I would want to do. Yeah. So I'd have to hand the keys over to someone else. And, and then they would probably try to drive it into the ground and ruin your standards. I, I've never seen anything like that. Thing that well, I if do. you're not gonna, if you because then at that point they have to then pull out all all those expensive things that we're putting in would have to come out mm -hmm. whether you like it or not a gallon of essential oil is you know a hundred times more expensive than a gallon of oil so, so it, once you start to substitute those things out and go back to what makes it efficient and low cost then you take out all the value of the product and I'm gonna paraphrase Ben Franklin here uh, and he said the the sweetness of a low price 
oh geez, um, it is never, it, something like, is never better than the bitterness of low quality, <laughs> right? And the, is never better yeah. than, he was more eloquent than that. <laughs> but, but basically it feels good, like, look, I got a mattress for forty nine ninety five, right, right? But then you hate it later. And I, I've learned that, that, that it's, it's the truth, you know, good stuff costs more. That said, not everyone has enough money to go out and buy, you know, a, the same mattress that, you know, pro athletes use and all that stuff. And that's something else that you've done and, and something that I vetted. And, and my, my deal with listeners is, look, I'm going to talk about mechanisms. And you guys learned a lot about VOCs. You learned about uh, cooling and EMFs and, and you know, some other aspects of sleep, even, you know, the, the concussion recovery. But I like to talk about, you know, what can you do that's lower cost or free and the mechanisms are free and lower cost and then um, there's you know what are what are the crazy billionaires doing what's all the stuff in between and instead of saying we have kind of one mattress in four sizes and there's a famous mattress company that'll send you an air-filled one uh, right that does that kind of thing Um, but you actually do like four levels here walk me through what those are well i've always been striving to make the lowest Price product because you want people to use it because yeah, it's better, exactly. right? So that's that's the that's been the R and D challenge for us. How do we make this? Uh, and, you know, and and and, and it's have, everything's perception. You know, like our pro athletes think that we're a steal because we're charging half the price of what they're being marketed. <laughs> oh wow! On our top end mattress, right? Because people see their athletes, they got big salaries, so they get inflated prices. Uh, so so, but. But that still is not the norm for for the ordinary Joe is not spending ten twelve thousand dollars on a mattress, right? That's the very highest performance, it, like correct. Yeah, the, so, so. the what do you call it? The Rolls Royce mattress level, kind exactly. Of thing. That's okay. customized to their posture and all yeah. that. And uh, so so what we've every, every so it's, we've gone the opposite approach. Our first mattress that I developed in in in, in 05 was our performance. Uh, category which is the level below what you know so so, so your second best basically exactly okay. and then as we improved it and we had our whole body recovery which is our top quality right now which which basically uh, drops the body temperature readapts to any movement faster so so we have our whole body which is the off the rack version what our pro athletes do our pro athletes would, okay so you have like custom pro core custom, crazy level the, the whole next, body recovery, okay. which is the same technology, but standardized software. Based on firm. that, okay. Based on that survey, so you're gonna fill out a survey. It's gonna tell you which is the setting Correct. versus like 264 custom weird. Okay, so that's that's for that's what most people are gonna buy if yeah, they're not that, too worried that, about the budget. Exactly. Okay. Then and we, what's below that? Below that is our our, our performance, which our first iteration, which was uh, the body temperature drop is about uh, four degrees instead of the okay. seven and a half degrees. And uh, doesn't readapt as quickly, but still has so zero many, VOCs. It's zero super VOCs, clean, okay. super clean. Um, all of our see, uh, there's a certain minimum standard that we're always going to go by. Yeah. Is that it? It won't have this. None of our mattresses have to have the VOC stimulants. None of them have to have the heat stimulants. None of them have to have the allergen stimulants. And so below that, what we, we call our lifestyle, the lifestyle has all of the above, but again, won't have the drop in temperature. Uh, won't have as much of the um, uh, posture support that you'd get out of it. So we have, and we have a fourth uh, category, which is our entry level. But I really call our entry level a, 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 a transitional tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, for someone who is not so committed to sleep, 
because it's you know I, I call every level how 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 seriously do you take your sleep right and how much does it become a priority in your investment our entry level is a hybrid which it has the coils which I've never been a proponent of coils in a mattress but we like it or not most of the population sleeps on coils so we put our essential technology at the surface and we have the coils and I kind of see that as a crossover you're not willing to commit to a wellness in bed you you know you need better sleep you know you need better environment so this is your transitional tool and, and at and least it has no VOCs yes and it's, it's got it's all the natural price. stuff it's, okay. it's, it's just just so, over a thousand dollars so it's a very okay. inexpensive very affordable right, mattress that, but that's harder to ship though with coils isn't it we can still we can still roll okay so you can get it up the stairs yeah. all right well mind you our, our equipment to roll pack is not what you normally buy those you know we had to reinforce this equipment okay got it because of the springs all right not for the springs for our heavy mattress yeah because it's not all air all right. exactly yeah. and that means shipping costs a little bit more do you guys pay for shipping most of we do yeah all right yes. so that doesn't yeah. matter for customers all right so that starts at a thousand bucks yeah and now those have the kevlar flame retardant on them as well everything has kevlar okay yeah, there you we, go we, so you we, got a flame retardant we refuse to put any of the I, yes i didn't look at the price yeah. on, on yeah. the intro <laughs> stuff but it, that is the best price I've ever seen for a no flame retardant natural latex. It doesn't, okay, it has coils in the middle, fine, but that's the natural latex on top. Yeah. Wow, okay. So that, that is within reach for anyone who's going to buy a mattress. Exactly. Right? And, and, it, and it, it goes and up when from there. When we stand behind right. it, it, it won't have any of the, uh, any of the, the bad stuff in it. Yeah, right? that's, no that's adhesives, weird yeah. stuff. Okay. Well, I, I respect that greatly because it... It bothers me sometimes. I'm willing to, like, this is a $20,000 piece of clinical equipment, right? And I'm going to talk about the mechanism so you can go to a clinician and get, you know, a treatment with something or whatever. Go to an upgrade labs and use whatever. This is different, though, because it is accessible for everyone. And if you're going to spend 1000 bucks on VOCs, endocrine disruption, flame retardants, or spend the same money exactly. and get something that is clean... That's actually really hard to achieve, so kudos on that one. I, I didn't realize that the entry level was dialed in. So, And it gets a little bit better, guys. MyAscentia.com slash Dave Asprey. Use promo code DAVEVIP. As you know, if you're a listener of The Human Upgrade with Dave Asprey, formerly known as Bulletproof Radio, well, you always get a discount whenever I can work one out. So you're giving them a discount on top of what's already ridiculously affordable for what it is now that you know what it is, and you've learned crazy amounts about mattresses and sleep and all this stuff you didn't know was going on in the industry. So thanks for being such a natural latex nerd, mattress nerd. <laughs> I'm not sure what the best word for you is, Jack, but it's been really fun learning from you. Thank you. Thank you. If you guys like the episode, you know what to do. Well, you should come to the next biohacking conference because you just missed this one. We're recording it right at the biohacking conference, unless you were here, in which case I'm sending you extra good vibes. And you guys remember myascentia.com slash Dave Asprey. Use code DAVEVIP, save some money. Prioritize what you can do and what you can do with the money and the time and the energy that you have that's going to make the biggest difference on your life. The reason I care about sleep is that sleep has the highest ROI of just about anything you could do. So you should do something about your sleep, but you may want to spend 10 bucks on aluminum foil to black out your windows first if that's where you are, and that's okay. Right, so, so make sure that you get that. And when it's time for a mattress, you know what to look for in a good mattress. See you guys soon. The Human Upgrade, formerly Bulletproof Radio, was created and is hosted by Dave Asprey. 
The information contained in this podcast is provided for informational purposes only and is not intended for the purposes of diagnosing, treating, curing, or preventing any disease. Before using any products referenced on the podcast, consult with your healthcare provider, carefully read all labels, and heed all directions and cautions that accompany the products. Information found or received through the podcast should not be used in place of a consultation or advice from a healthcare provider. If you suspect you have a medical problem or should you have any healthcare questions, please promptly call or see your healthcare provider. This podcast, including Dave Asprey and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. This podcast is owned by Bulletproof Media.